Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of... Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Let us adventure on. We pan into this thick forest and we go into this clearing where there's a castle built from mud and stone surrounded by living plants in this giant palace in this metropolis of elf we go into this luxurious throne room where living plants bloom throughout the place in the center is a throne and sitting upon it is King Xandro. Having a conversation with some of his advisors, and one of his advisors says, My Lord Xandro, with everything that's happening, with the humans and their disdain and their filth upon this world, this is not a a venture you should take, my Lord. Send one of us. A couple others agree with this guy. One female advisor, though, she says, Lord Xandro, we can't trust the humans on this. We need the very best, and you, a living God in our time, there's no better to step forth in this. And you put your hand up to stop this conversation. I understand your concern, but some things have to be done. A very melodic and God voice comes up and says, Brother, you are the only one who can do this, but I think you need to understand you will not have any of your memories. And I will try to meet you, but when I do, I I cannot give you any hints of who you are or ruin everything. Great reward comes with great risk. This is why the people have made you king. And the advisors start mumbling, and one of them steps up again and goes, I I understand the possibilities here, but would this make him more mortal? We're worried about the repercussions and what it does for us in the future. And what if he never returns? And Rajmalo just says, the choice must be yours, Xandro. If I don't return, there will always be someone to take my place. But if I don't go, there may be no future for us to worry about. Dead silence over the whole room. The female advisor speaks up and says, My God, King Xandro, just one more thing before we even do this. And I don't even want to talk about it, but who will reign in your stead? Should I not return, Shalara, she'll take my spot. A couple of murmurs amongst the people, but the male who was speaking earlier says, It's it's understood, my lord. She is a, a great choice, and we will advise her as we advise you. And we will wait for your return. I would expect nothing less. Hopefully I will return quickly. Rajamala says, it, it will not be quick, brother, but we must do this now before Deimos tries again. Once he has started his seat there, there's no way we can get you into the land of Adora. Then let's act quickly. You stand up, everybody backs off. In the middle of everybody in this courtroom, Rajmala brings you planar clothes, some leather armors, bow and arrow, which you have asked for, and a pack filled with specific items that you asked for this journey. And Rajmala says, are you sure about this? If you're not connected to the elven people, we can put you in a place of royalty there. One of your advisors speaks up and goes, we've talked about this. My lord Rajmala, if we do that, there's a chance they would know who he is. Elves live way longer than humans. You disrobe right there in front of everybody. Being a demigod, this is of no consequence. And you put on these lesser clothes. And you strap on the quiver and the bow. 
the bow is of lesser quality than you're used to. The arrows, obviously human, not elf made. The leather barely fits right. This equipment will take some getting used to. This is the best quality we have? Smiling, Regimala says. It's all the craze in Aldora. I feel sorry for them. The advisors begin to pray, and Razmala lifts his hand, and he says, Brother, just know, I love you, and I am with you, but you will be alone. And I, you, know that I'll do my do my best to finish this off. As our family always has. And as he says, guys, there's a bright flash of light, and then where you were, there's just nothing. A few of the advisors actually physically begin to cry, but the female Shalara stands forward and says, Let it be known that what is known in this room will stay in this room, and nothing will be known to the people until the return of our God King. From here on out, no court will be held and nothing heard. It will be said that Rajmala and Zendro are in talks and discussing the future of the people. They all agree. We fade out and we... Go to Adura where we see you pop up in a field and you automatically draw your bow and your arrow and you start hunting. When you hear people crashing through the woods, you know they're heading straight towards this lot of area. You have so much knowledge about this place and you show up and that's the first time Xandro meets up with the group. Avagar just goes, so what's the plan? I don't even know where we're going to start looking for this map. Well, I mean, it, it should be easy enough to find a map of Crystaldale. I mean, every, every city keeps records, so all we got to do is, is find where they keep their records. I would assume either in a library of sorts or maybe in the keep. I'm not sure. Well, you're assuming that they're still around. I mean, don't you think something like that people would know about? I mean, I would assume that a map of the city is not going to be very high priority, like sensitive information or anything. I, I don't know. And she says, I'll, I'll do what I need to to help. Let's, uh, let's go find a place to find this stuff. I'll go to the teleporter. I know there'll be one there. Right. You're right. There is a wizard there. Excuse me. Do you know if there's a library in Crystaldale? Uh, there used to be. I think it was pretty much destroyed the first time it was taken down. Okay. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for an original map of Crystaldale before it was separated from its original resting place. Or maybe you would know. I don't know. Are you from here? No, I was in a small village before the demon apocalypse. I'm trying to find the original southern side of the city. Yeah, sorry. Maybe the castle down in Tomatoes? They would keep track of something like that, don't you think? Do you know anyone who, who lived here before Crystaldale was whatever happened? If you believe the rumors, Zariah was a 12-year-old girl who worked here. Thank you. You're welcome. Xandro, do you, do you think we should go look for Zariah or keep trying to find a map? Uh, we could go talk to Zariah and she could at least tell us where a library is, right? That's true. doesn't really like you. Uh, I mean, you're more than welcome to come, of course, but... I can stay here and look around. Well, we also got to find Alicia. We were supposed to meet her, but knowing her, she's probably either eating or shopping still. Where would be a good place to find you when we're done? I'm going to try to find something that was a library. Hopefully, maybe something hidden. I'm going to just look around. I'm sure there's something. And you figure if there was truly powerful magic people, and she does the air quotes, powerful magic people here. They were smart enough to hide some things away, and hopefully they were dumb enough to put a map of the city in there. I don't understand why a map is something that they would need to secret away. No, I, I like, agree. 
but I'm saying that maybe they did. We'll find you when uh, when the time's ready. She says, okay. And she goes off and starts looking. Well, shall we? I walk into the teleporter. Yeah, let's go. As I, as I come through the other side, I, I turn to Xandro as he comes out. I'm like, you know, it's nice not to be running for once. Yeah, take our time. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired. Uh, Zariah or Alicia first? Well, I guess we could go see if uh, Alicia's there. Go to the, the meeting place to the rock. Oh, it took you guys long enough. Well, yeah. Um, Queen Rebecca's still not feeling too great, but uh, we may have found something uh, interesting. Um, well, we may know why Deimos is interested in Crystaldale. Supposedly there's something beneath the city or something along those lines. There's a labyrinth. Um, we're trying to find the entrance, but in order to do that, we need to find out southern portion of the city was. So either need to find, hopefully, Zariah, because supposedly she lived there as a kid, or find an original map. I think Zariah might be our best bet, but... Hey, I'm all up for finding a map as well. Well, I'm hoping that even if she doesn't know, as Queen's advisor, she'd probably have access to a map or something. No, doesn't hurt to find her and check with her. All right. Uh, did you get the healing potion? Yes, yes, I did. Here's this. Uh, here's your two he- or your four healing potions. Okay. Uh, uh, I- Andrew, I got you your arrows. They were free of charge. No. Apparently, when you spend twenty five hundred dollars in his shop, he just gives you arrows. Well, that's that's nice. You know, you, so. you you didn't have to spend the whole twenty five hundred. You could have bargained, like bartered a little bit. Uh, never mind. That's fine. You uh, sent me shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned. Anyway, uh, I'll take the uh, the two graders, and I'll give Zandro and Alicia a superior each. Thank you. Hopefully we won't need these anytime soon. I haven't been in a fight in a while, so hey, maybe I won't ever use this. Stay with Xandro. He seems to get in plenty. I would love to, but you keep, you know, sending me off on side missions. You're doing so well. I'm trying, but it's getting kind of boring. I'm always alone. I'm not much of a loner. All right. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, I guess go find Zariah. You head through the town, and people still seem to be on edge. There's still some fearful people. You do see some people that walk around with their heads down, crying. And you know that these people probably lost somebody when Crystal Dale shifted really hard and people fell to their death. It's kind of a somber, sweet time going on here. Queen Rebecca being unconscious, the demon apocalypse as a whole. But you did defeat Amoga, so it's... The last couple of days have been a roller coaster of emotions. So you make your way up to the keep. The guards let you in like they always have, and you find Zariah. As the guards let you into the war room, she is holding the edge of her nose, and you see a black cloak figure saying, Listen, Zariah, you you don't understand. I they had shadow demons that were trying to and he turns and sees you and he says, trying to convince people that they were these these demons were doing what these guys wanted them to do there's something else going on this defense of the city stuff it's gotta stop this isn't the problem she said enough enough leave we'll talk later he goes but Zariah we excuse me she goes go he walks out and Zariah goes 
And what can I do for you? So I'll, I'll walk up to Zariah, kind of giving the guy a, like a almost a go fuck yourself look, but just a look. A little bit confused. Uh, but I'll, I'll go to Zariah. Um, we found out some information uh, possibly why Deimos is interested in Crystaldale. She perks up a little bit and goes, Deimos interested in Crystaldale? I mean, it kind of makes sense, but almost doesn't. Why well, would he be interested in Crystaldale? Well, um, we were in the city looking for just any kind of information, and we learned that deep within Crystaldale, there's some sort of artifact. Uh, it's where Crystaldale gets its magic from, I guess. Anyway, it's it's in some kind of labyrinth, and we're trying to find the entrance near the original southern side of Crystaldale before it was in the air. And we don't know what that is. Uh, we were going to look for a map, but we heard a rumor that you grew up in Crystaldale, so we thought you might know. I did, and it is my town. Um, the southern road is the road that splits the keep and the temple. If you keep going, that's called the southern road. It used to face out and end at a cliff, and then the cliff overlooked the water off of the back of Eden. All right. Well, do you know of any cave entrances or, or anything along that southern border? There were some sewage, but they, there was many entrances to that. Um, a lot of digging, a lot of power-hungry people have been through Crystaldale. I doubt this exists. I, I used to hear stories people told their children to scare them about some powerful being that was chained up underneath Crystaldale and that if you went too deep into the sewers it would kill you and eat your soul but I mean rumors everybody has stupid child rumors yeah of course <laughs> but regardless it's something to look into at least how goes the problems with my old crew well we found them all and we cured about a hundred people broken from that bond. That was a powerful demon bond, so I don't know where that came from. I have some ideas, but nothing we can handle right this second anyways. Most of them are just confused. They remember Fidget right. and Dafina going to find you guys. They remember Dafina coming back with Fidget's body, and they remember giving him a burial at sea, and apparently fleets of ships maybe all the ships they even remember some pirate ship and she starts describing a flag alicia this pirate ship is the one that killed your last crew oh god i try not to remember them oh that's true then okay uh, apparently they're working side by side with everybody they don't remember much after that and they woke up here right um quick question were any of them searched Every single one of them. Did you find anything unusual? Nope. Um, the only unusual thing is no food, no gold, no gems, no nothing like that. It looks like they were just armed to the teeth. All right. Uh, so another issue. Uh, supposedly, Amoga had something on him or usually had something on him. Uh, three stones that were used to bring Deimos into the world. When we killed Amoga, we didn't really have time to search him, but supposedly he has these items on him at all times. And Xandro, you, I, I guess, had spoken to some of the members of the crew 
and they had mentioned that they found a body on the way here. I was hoping that maybe they had got the items, but I don't know, maybe someone, some of the demons got to him before they did. She waves at the door and the guy gives a head nod, kind of understanding, grabs a guard on the outside of the door and she says, uh, do me a favor, grab a couple of guards, go out and see if you can retrieve a dead body on the road, bring it back to me. He gives a curt bow and leaves. The door closes and she goes, I'll handle this. You've been right, scaring you. people just running around town, Martin. Well, yeah, I know. Well, that's really all I got. That's helpful. Uh, we're going to, I guess, go and back to Crystaldale. Yeah, okay. Just keep me informed and let me know what I can do to help. She looks around. She goes, did you kill Avagard? No. Okay. Where is she? Crystaldale at the moment. Uh She's currently looking for a map as well. Under heavy guard, hopefully? No. After he says that, Alicia's going to kind of take a step back and just kind of point like, that was all them, I wasn't with them kind of a thing. <laughs> Why not? I get the feeling that, that we could put everyone on her and it wouldn't matter. So, I figured that the guards are more useful in other places. So if Damos is looking for something, she convinces you that she is not working for Damos anymore. You leave her alone in Crystaldale in the one place Damos is trying to get to to find whatever this thing is. With all the information that you have, obviously. And this is a good idea because... Either she finds it, turns it over to us, or she lures him in, and then we know where he's at. Or she finds it and gives it to Damos. True. Again, I get the feeling that could put you, me, all of us, all of the Queen's Guard, everyone on her 24-7. If she wants to go anywhere, she goes. Dear Jundar, seriously, Martin, are you this stupid? She's not a god. <sighs> no, she's not. I know what that's like. Fine. Do what you're going to do. Figure it out. I have some work to do. And she starts walking out. As she does, she asks she motions to the guard, and the guard starts following her. She takes a left, which you know is heading to the entrance to the castle. Uh, that didn't go well. I, I don't think that went well. Yeah, why would you leave her alone? We literally left her alone last night. We were here. She was at the tavern, remember? Yeah, but that's one thing. If you're going to see Zariah, who were in charge of Avogard, you think to bring her with... I didn't, though, so moving forward, that's probably a good idea. Anyway. I'm also glad I didn't die when Crystaldale fell, because I didn't know you guys didn't search the body. My death could have been in vain. Well, I guess we have what we came for. Anything else yeah, I guess we so. need to do before we go? No, let's go get it over with. All right. You guys head out, and you start heading towards the teleporter, and you notice a small group of people walking in front of you at a very fast pace. Judging by the cowl, the armor, and some of the robes, it looks like Zariah gathered up a couple of guards and a couple of wizards, and it seems like she's heading to the teleporter. You see Martin start to pick up the pace. What, are you gonna run? Again? Uh, you see them? Yeah, yeah. I see them. Kinda hard yeah. to miss. Pretty good idea of what they're doing. And what do you think that is? Uh, they're going to either go and find Avogard and take her back into custody or worse. Beginning to think leaving her alone wasn't a good idea. Right. That's not helping, though. Uh, <laughs> well, neither is chit-chatting. We should probably send you off to run and stop them. 
I'm not going to stop them. I'm going to try and get there first. What, are you going to run past them? Yeah, sure, why not? I've been running everywhere else. It's actually pretty uncommon that I'm walking right now. Why don't you do that and we'll catch up? All right. Fine. I take off running. I'm going to turn to Zandro. Want to grab a drink? No, I think we got stuff to do. <laughs> There's always time for food. Didn't you have enough food already today? That was breakfast. That was so long ago. Oh, I mean, you're welcome to go get some food, but weren't you just complaining you get left alone all the time? Why do you think I'm asking you to come with me? We got stuff to do, and eating is not one of them. Says you. Who doesn't love a good meal? I do, but... Oh, bye. We can get it to go. You go get it. Bring it to us. No. Then then we'll uh, we'll catch up with Martin. Fine, I'll be just... Killed. I'll just starve. All right. We'll get you food when we get there. Fine. Deal. Martin, you pass the guard. You run past Zariah. I don't know if you see anything. You probably don't from her. You make it to the teleporter. You go into the teleporter. And you're in Christmas. Uh, I take off looking for Abigard. I'll, I'll ask the, the wizard that's at the, at the teleporter. Hey, the uh, library you talked about, where was it? Um, I don't remember. Remember, I told you it was empty. It was destroyed. There was nothing left in it. Yeah, no, I... Where was it, though? Uh, like what part of the city? It was connected to the Temple of Jundar. All right. You take off, and as you're around the corner, you do hear the teleporter. After a little bit, you not only hear the marching of the soldiers, but you hear Zariah yelling, Avagard! Come out! If you look over your shoulder real quick, you'll see she's pointing and telling people where to go, and they're splitting off in groups. Two, two guardsmen and a wizard per group, and they're going around, and she starts heading towards the cave area, which is the same direction you're heading. Have we made it to the temple yet? Or temple. Woo! Teleporter yet? Oh, yeah, and you lazily find it to the teleporter. And the wizard's standing there is like, this is weird. What's weird? Martin ran by, like, 20 guards and 10 of my fellow wizards went with Zariah, and now you guys are here. Like, is there something going on? Should I get some reinforcements, or...? No, no. No, I, I, just enjoy the show. There's going to be a show? I'm on the wrong side of this thing, aren't I? Nah, I don't know. Maybe. Depends on who you're going for. <sighs> As you guys walk through, you hear the sigh. <laughs> you go out and you see a couple of guardsmen and a wizard going down the alleyway ahead of you. As you come out, you still hear Zariah yelling for Abigard. You look down the road and it looks like a bunch of them have split off. It's just Zariah two guards and a wizard, and way above a little dot, which you can just assume is Martin running. Alright, I'm gonna pick up pick up the pace a little bit, but it's not a run. Uh, as you do catch up with her, she just goes, what, Alicia? I don't have time. <laughs> to bother you, but but honestly, don't you think if we left Avogard alone, and she was really that big of a problem at this point, I feel like the city would be back on the ground. I, I, I think Martin just is a man and didn't use his best judgment at the time like they all seem to do. I've left her alone for a little bit. Zariah stops. The guard looks at you and goes, she's not a god. And one of the guards next to her says, you don't know what I am. And there's a big, hefty male guard holding a spear and a shield. But that's weird that he said that. And she looks at the guard a little bit and she goes, cute trick, Avogard. And he says, well, it's not, but... Gosh, everybody hears you coming. And I'm guessing this isn't a friendly call. She says, release my guard. Come on out. We are just going to place guards on you. 
I kind of like having the trust of people, but I don't like having people looking over my shoulder. And all of a sudden, the guard grabs his head and shakes it. And he goes, what? <sighs> she, I can't believe she did that. And Zariah comes over, puts a hand on his shoulder, and lifts his, ha- his face up and looks him in the eye and goes, what happened? He goes, it was really weird. It, she pushed me down and used my body, but how does anybody do that? And Zariah goes, you still trust her, Alicia? You know, I didn't trust her from the beginning, but I don't think she's fully here to harm us because he's still alive. She let him go. Town's still in one piece. I get where you're coming from. Avogard has been nothing but trouble in the past. People do tend to change a bit, and until she proves us wrong that she is out to hurt us, I think we should give her the benefit of the doubt, or at least just on this one try. She shakes her head at you. She closes her eyes, touches her temple with two fingers, and she goes, the guards are now concentrating their search because obviously she has to be around here somewhere. And she goes, Alicia, if this turns into a firefight, you're not going to want to be caught in the crossfire. She goes, do you have something to say, Zandro? As she notices you back there. I don't think you're making it any better. I don't know if I can make it any worse. You might want to stop Martin before he commits treason. Where is Martin? Uh, he's heading to the center of town. You can see him. He's a little dot, but he's moving. Men, always getting us into trouble. Uh, Alicia's going to go into an angrily jog to try to go find him. What would you like us to do? Put her in a cage where she can't help us at all? No, find her so we can assign guards to her and she can stop taking over people's souls as she's looking around. I'll see what I can do. And I turn and start running off in the direction we assume we've seen Martin. So in the room with the queen, it's Eric, Avogard, and the queen. And she puts the jar back in her bag and she says, okay, Eric, I need to talk to the queen. All right. I am going to touch her, and I am going to talk into her ear. No, you can just talk. I appreciate what you're doing for her. And I appreciate what you did for her, but no. Eric, who's the oldest person in your family? I don't know. I'm grandfather, I guess. Who would you like to talk to in your family? If you could go back to anybody in history, who would it be? How far would you go back in your family? See, I know what you're doing. I know know what you're getting at. It ain't gonna work. What am I getting at, Eric? I know what you are. And that is? You leave my family out of this. They are at peace, and you will not disturb that. Eric, I'm not threatening you, but you're telling me that I can't talk into my great-granddaughter 390 cycles removed. (laughs) Right. Eric, you're privileged to a lot of information about the queen. I'm assuming that she still has the magical family crest that appeared on her shoulder when she turned 14, yes? I don't answer. Just stoic. She starts undoing some of the class and she pulls down and you see the exact same down to each little detail replica of the family crest. Is that supposed to mean something to me? It means that we're related. Not you, but me and the queen. I look, I don't know who you think she is or who you think you are, but... You're not whispering in her ear. I know who you are. I know what you are. I tried to do this the nice way, Eric. I go pull my sword out. As Eric draws his sword, Evergard throws her left hand out in front of her, and a beam of 
black energy seems to absorb around Eric. And you can't pull the sword any further. And she says, I only need a moment. And she leans down and starts whispering to the queen. She finishes talking. She kisses the queen on her head. She says, our family's always been strong and I know that you'll survive. I love you, sweetheart. And she rubs her hair a little bit to straighten it out. And she walks over and looks at you and says, Eric, I know you're probably mad right now, and that's fine. But I want you to remember two things. One, you're not pulling out your sword, you're putting it away. Two, you're not gonna remember much of this. She snaps her fingers. All of a sudden, Eric has immense amount of pain as this memory wipe spell starts working through his head. He can't stand up and he's on his knees and she goes, oof, you're a pretty strong man, Eric. Are you sure you don't want to try to come to some kind of compromise here? One hand, left hand is up on my head, clutching my head, and I I pull the sword out one-handed and try and slash at her. The first one misses totally. As the second one hits, you hear electrical energy as the metal sword swipes down her arm area and seems to be deflected by some kind of magical shield. And she says, Eric, you're not going to win here, and I don't want to hurt you. I position myself between Rebecca and her and then try and rush and push her out the door. You go to push her and she moves in such a way that she gets her leg between your legs, trips you, and as you fall, she kind of jerks her leg and you fall back by the queen and away from the door. And she goes, Eric, you're not listening and you're not thinking. I have not hurt your queen. I have not violated any rules. And if (sighs) you just submit to the spell, the pain will stop. The, the pain still kind of overtaking him, but it eventually starts to fade. And he, you see him shake his head and he looks around, stands up, sheathes his sword, says, uh, look, I told you. Uh, she's now playing like she's helping you up. Get off me. Hey, you, you fell. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. Look, I don't care what you say. You are not getting near Queen Rebecca. Can I come back later? We can have more guards, whoever. I just want to speak with Queen Rebecca. You'll only speak to her if Zariah okays it. Well, good luck. She hates me. Speaking of which, I'm going to go talk to Zariah now. Uh, loud noises? Stay here. Make sure she stays safe. And she turns around and starts walking towards the door. And you see Eric just kind of palming his head like, oh, what the fuck? And then he checks on Queen Rebecca. Martin, you go by the temple and you're looking around you see the building that's connected to the temple when you get there and as you run up to it you cannot open the door it doesn't feel like it's locked it feels like something that's been rusted or welded shut uh alicia you catch up to martin Whew, you made me run i didn't know such thing you need to stop and just let zariah find her <laughs> oh you're serious yeah uh it's either that or if you find her first they're busting you for treason she said that yes all right, now I really got to find her. I head toward the keep. Martin, don't. They're going to get you for treason, and you'll never have your revenge on Damos or be able to stop this. It'll all be okay once Queen Rebecca wakes up. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I still am. You see Avagard coming out of the keep. Uh, I look to Zariah. Has she seen her yet? It doesn't seem so. The keep comes out of like a courtyard, and there's a gate at like a, an angle. 
not trying to draw attention, just kind of keeping my pace. I walk toward her, grab her by the arm, and try to lead her either back into the keep or if there's an alley or something along those lines next to it. She says, Martin, stop. This needs to happen. It doesn't. It doesn't have to. It does. She's not going to stop looking. <sighs> okay. Well, and what she do you just, have in mind? She taps your hand and she starts walking. And she goes, I'm here. And before she gets the word Zariah out, you see two folks slam into what looks like a shield. It's barely holding, coming from down the road. As it stops, she goes, are you done? And Zariah starts yelling about she can't be off her guard and what was she doing in there and yelling and screaming coming at her and it looks like Zariah is trying to get ready to cast another spell some of the wizards and some of the guards are you know coming to Zariah right now talking to her but she says no she's had her chance I'm positioned kind of behind and to the left of Avagard and I'm gonna let it progress a little further Avagard's trying to talk her down this conversation is going back and forth Avagard keeps saying listen Zariah I'm not your enemy Zariah yelling that she doesn't believe her and then Zariah does this time Avagard gets hit and she goes flying back 10 feet and slams to the ground I'll step in front of Avagard and put myself between her and Zariah and Zariah yells why are you trading up now Zariah for as smart as you are you're being really fucking stupid she goes, seriously, Martin, I'm not the one that's been entranced by this woman. Neither am I. You, I don't know what you're entranced by, but you're not of the right mind right now. She says, Martin, you need to watch out. And as you duck slightly, a spell comes flying over you and it smacks Zariah dead in the chest. Zariah seems to be taken back a little bit. And then she starts laughing, but her voice has changed a little bit. It's a little deeper. It's a little bit more sinister and you see her eyes flare up a little bit she goes see i told you and now there's this battle going on this black energy comes from zariah this other different kind of black swirling energy with purple haze comes out of avagard and they meet in the middle as they slam into each other and they both look like they're trying to concentrate on what's going on alicia it looks like they're trying to kill each other martin you'd notice avagard as strong as she is seems to be just trying to hold Zariah. I'm going to start climbing up the side of the temple and kind of get a vantage point from the roof to watch this. I am going to try to grab Zandro and bring him up there with me. Yeah, sure. I'll try and climb up. She reaches out, you grab on, and she walks with you as you climb up the side of the building, making it very easy for both of you. You get on the top of the temple. I see where it A-frames out a little bit. You guys get up on top of that. And you're watching this. Avagard's just trying to defend herself. It seems like every spell that she's casting, besides that first one that hits Zariah, and even that spell, she's not trying to do damage. She's trying to keep Zariah at bay, and she's just meeting her spell for spell. You see Zariah's getting a little frustrated. She... Casting a spell with one hand reaches into her uh, robe and she produces a wand. And as she goes to cast it, you see Avagard just snap her fingers really quick and say uh, a word that you guys don't understand, a little guttural. As she does, the wand itself explodes into splintered pieces. Now, more casting starts happening and they keep going back and forth. Martin, you feel that Avagard's trying to move you a little bit out of the way. It seems like he's coming closer and off to your side. Zariah, stop this. You of all people should know that there are certain things that may seem 
terrible, but it, it doesn't make them a bad person. She doesn't seem to notice you, but behind you, you hear a very familiar voice as Queen Rebecca says, Stop, both of you. Avogard holds out her hand and there's a magical warding spell of some kind there, but Zariah does stop. Zariah, the eyes flame out and the regular eyes come back and she literally just falls to her knees crying. And Avogard just says, I think you heard me, sweetheart. And Rebecca looks at her and says, I did, and we have a lot to talk about. I turn around, just kind of give a, a nod and a, a half smile and step aside out of the way. She turns to Eric, and you hear it, Martin, because you're close enough, and she just tells Eric to take Avogard back into the keep. She'll be in there in a moment. She goes to Zariah, who's crying, and she gets down, and she starts whispering in her ear in like a half hug as Zariah's kneeled on the ground. People that were coming out to see this seem to start dispersing, by the way, as well. Alicia just shit herself and is going to kind of duck behind the A-frame of the house, or of the roof. Alicia, for some odd reason, is cowering. She's actually trying to hide now more than when the actual spells were going off. Actually pull out my bow and and an arrow, just in case. Zariah stands up and they embrace. She looks at Zariah, like picks up her chin and makes her look at her. And she says something and Zariah nods her head. The Queen Rebecca looks at the guards and some of the wizards and says something you can't hear from here. And they shake their head too and they start walking back, kind of guiding Zariah back towards the teleporter. Rebecca turns around and starts walking back to the keep and she looks up towards your direction. And as she's walking, you hear a voice in your head. You also notice that she's using her pinky on her left hand to point at you. And she says, you and I need to talk later. As she walks towards the keep. Uh, As she approaches me, uh, I, I, I smile and I'm waiting for a reaction. She gives you a, a small smile and she stops as she's starting to pass you and she looks and says, You know you can trust Avogard, right? Eh, kind of. By the way, I know I literally have no authority to tell you this. You're not allowed to ever sacrifice yourself. That's, that's my job. Martin? I came back with all my parts as she's holding her hands up and moving her hands back and forth. Bring out the arm. You get all cocky and you shake your your left stump and nothing seems to happen. So did I. And I look down like, fuck. I turn around and walk inside. Eric goes, "Uh, the queen needs some time with Avogard. I I apologize, Mark. All right. He's beaming now. He's big smile. He definitely has a lot more confidence now. He still looks tired as hell, though. Probably in the last 48 hours, he hasn't got any sleep. Eric, is there someone who can relieve you? I'll figure out the rotation later, Martin. Figure it out if you can, sooner than later. Um, I think we could all use a drink after today. And I say that as a person who doesn't drink, so. He says, oh, understood. What's his story about the orc brew that I was hearing about, though? <laughs> uh, he waves. And, uh, he waves with his left hand. And he smiles at himself for the joke. Everybody's a fucking comedian. I start walking toward where I last saw Alicia and Xandro, and I'm like... You see Xandro. Oh, where's Alicia? Uh, just turn to kind of point. She's trying to hide from what I don't know. Okay. I'm not trying to hide. You want to go get some food? Yes, yes I do. Looks at Xandro. That wasn't hiding. It was hunger pains. The hunger just took over me and I fell. Oh. All right. Well, I did tell you we would get food once we got here, so I guess now is is a good time, huh? 
as good a time as any. As I'm walking away, I'll, I'll turn back to Eric. I'll be at Rusty's. Uh, Iron Fist in. He said, you're buying. Yep. Wait, no, I'm not. She spent all my money. It's on you today. I got next. Uh, you guys head back. You enter into this atmosphere. It's Something's being semi-celebrated, as it always is here. Rusty's doing his best to keep up morale in the town. It's noon. People are starting to roll in a little bit more. You see some of the guards because they're shifting to the night shift and somewhere off and just having a good time talking. There's a couple open tables. One's kind of further to the back and hidden. One's a little bit more up front. And there's probably one like in the middle of everywhere. Uh, Yeah, I'll take that and then I'll walk up to Rusty. All right, mate, uh, what are you having? Well, Rusty... Gotta admit, I'm broke. Oh, all right, it's fine, mate. And he turns around and he picks up a small barrel and he goes, Just in from the orcs outside the gate. They said uh, Alicia asked for a special brew. No, no, wait, what orcs? What orcs? You can't miss them, mate. There's like a thousand of them outside the gate. That's good to know. Don't serve that. That's no. Xandro's just gonna make a look like, eh, it's fine shake his head a little. This guy just doesn't drink. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's actually from an, well, a big orc with a big axe. He brought it into the city and then went back out, said he was waiting for his general. Looks like I'm going to have to take a rain check on this meal. Right? Why? It's food. We're here. You said you'd eat with me. No, I said we'd get you food. Why don't you ever want to sit and eat with me? Rusty pulls out a meat on a stick, a small one. He goes, yo, yo, me, lass. I'll tell him, uh, give us three of whatever you got. What are you eating, Alicia? Yes, meat. Give me meat. Lots and lots of meat. He pulls out mutton and puts it on a couple of wooden dishes and says, don't forget to bring the dishes back. How much is it? Let's say we'll call this five silver. I'll give him one gold. Thank you. All right, thank you. And then I'll sit down and eat a little bit. As I go to walk away from Rusty, I'll, I'll like, lean into him, like, no, seriously, that stuff is horrible. Don't. The big guy asked me if I knew you, and I said, yes, I know Martin. He eats in here all the time. He said, this is for Martin, and he put it up on the thing, but he said, this is for Martin, because that's how they talk. It's really weird. And then he threw it up there, and I asked what it is. He said, some special orc brew, and you love it. It was a joke. <laughs> um, it's... You know what? I'll, it's fine. I'll take it. Thank you. All right. Uh, hold on a second. And he pulls out this cork thing and he starts putting it in the the, the bung, which is what it's called. No, no. It's fine. Oh, wait, he's, he's corking it? He's plugging it? Or he's going to open uh, he's it? He's going to open it. No, no, no. It's fine. I I, I, I need to keep my, my wits about me tonight. Thank you, though. What? Ah, fuck. My eye. Uh, oh, this stuff sounds, smells pretty good, mate. And he puts a spigot in, and he goes, There you go, the whole battle is for you. Just bring me back the spigot. Thanks, Rusty. Ah, anything for you, mate. And he slams you on the shoulder, and he goes back to the tending bar. Free drinks for everyone! I slam the keg on a table. I take, like, not even a shot glass, like half a shot glass worth. They're filling up mugs and stuff, like, Ah, Martin's a great guy, we love him. I'll grab a mug for Alicia. Alicia's gonna drink it. She's going to sip on it. Xandro, they clink glasses, they both drink, they take a couple of bites, and right in front of you. All of them chug it. Yes. And two of them are sitting there with their glasses like, this is pretty good. Everybody else passed out. Rusty goes, what'd you do, mate? 
Mate! What the? I just start laughing. I look over and go, he told you it was rough stuff. They'll come around in a while. He, I'll get up and uh, drop 10 gold on the on the bar and tell them, they'll come around in a while. Don't worry, Rusty. Rusty grabs the barrel and, like, hides it behind the bar and then, like, washes his hand. Yeah, it's, yeah you might not want to serve too much of that. I, just to orcs. It's going away right now, mate. All right, I got to go. I got to go, but they'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine in a while. I, I try to tell you, Rust, Rusty. I, I'm gonna head out to uh, to meet the orcs. You head towards the gate. The guards are standing there and go. One of them goes. They're asking for you. Is they're unlatching the door? I figured they might be. As the door opens, you step out, and just like any beautiful military formation, you hear them all snap too as you come forward. The giant orc from Krondo steps forward, and now you can see this great axe on his back is literally the size, is sized for a giant. And he walks up, and he puts his hand over his heart and bows, and he goes, Waiting orders, General. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, my orders for right this minute will be to stand by. We're waiting on the queen to get some solid plans. Is there anything you need? Orders, and I have them, sir. I appreciate it. I turn and walk. As you walk, a couple of guards follow you, and they seem to be dragging a body. And they're like, oh, excuse us, Xandro, we we gotta get through. And as they pull it by, it's a big human, but that's not a Moga. Where'd you find that? Down the road. Um, Zariah sent us out, gave us abouts. We looked down the road. He was about four hours down there. It was a good hike. Uh, Okay. Andy. I'll let them keep dragging it. <laughs> yeah, he drags it in and starts heading to the castle. I'm going to go back to Crystaldale, and I'm going to head down the southern road and see if I find anything. Okay. Any entryway into something that looks like it might be a labyrinth. So you follow the southern road down, and there's buildings on both the right and left, and there's gaps. It's a big city. You make it to the edge, and you see where the road looks like it would have continued a little bit further. You know you're at the end, and you're about where south should be. You're looking around, and you're pretty sure it's probably not here. And you just kind of went to, you go to sit down to think about it. And as your hand hits some vines, the vines part. And as the vines part, they open up into a dirt tunnel that seems to go down pretty steeply underneath the city. And you also know that those vines, you've never seen any of those vines anywhere in Enid before. You go to get ready to go down this tunnel and you look, you see this gold and brass plate where the downgrade is it's above you and you can't you don't really recognize this language it's written in you look around a little bit more that 21 and you find four of them one on the top one on the bottom neither one of those you can read but the one on the left and one on the right you can read and those two words say power within and they're written in abyssal I'll pull my bow and arrow out, go just a little bit further, see if if it gets to like a room or a big opening or something. You work your way down and it winds for a little bit. You're getting ready to call this. And as you come around one corner, you see what looks like a giant metal plate, not metal, but a rusty plate that seems to go from the left to the right and all the way around. You also, when you see this, it catches you off guard a little bit as you look around it went from a dirt-dugged supported tunnel into beautiful 
stonework craftsmanship tunnel. It seems to be this big rusty plate is blocking your way. Yeah, I want to kind of inspect it. You reach back and hidden in the back of your belt is that small knife you always keep there. And you pull it out. Use the back of the handle just to tap it a little bit because it looks a little weird. And as you do, this isn't a metal plate. This is thousands and thousands a year old metal grate it's really thick steel as you break away some of this rust and as you break enough of it away you can see the other side of the tunnel and you see that the middle path is clear but there seems to be bones stacked up on the left and the right the best you can make out is it looks like two stacks of different bones and you can see the end of the tunnel and it looks like the tunnel goes left and right at the end of it but this metal grate is in your way even though it's rusted over it seems like it's still pretty thick and solid like it was probably thicker at one point well i don't want to be trying to make too much noise down here by myself uh you give it a good shove and you're trying to be quiet but a little frustration comes out and as you do a little bit of the rust seems to fall off if this thing is hinged it's not budging and the rust has probably got to it but you're not seeing anything that looks like hinges either yeah i'm gonna head back before I get myself in too much trouble. You head back, and as you approach the tunnel again, the vines move out of your way as you reach for them. As you leave the tunnel and you walk away from it just a little bit, you hear the noise of plants again, and it covers it back up. I'm going to quick take a look around, put in my memory of where exactly it is, so I can get right back to it. You're putting it in your memory, and, and just as this old survival habit, you grab the bottom of your inner shirt and rip off a small piece, and tie it off to one of the the little branches. They're hidden, but good enough that you know you'd see it later. I'll head back to uh to Rusty's place. See if these guys are all right. As you pass the keep, you hear somebody. You hear what sounds like Avagard say, "My dear Rebecca, just be easy on Zariah. She still thinks that I'm here to destroy everything, and she was just protecting you." And you hear Rebecca say, "I don't even know what to call you." greatest grandmother and she says regardless i love zariah and i know that she had my best interests at heart i just want to say sorry but i know where they are coming from um if you're still listening you you hear a little bit of like leather moving sounds people start walking towards where you are i'll keep on walking as you come around the corners roll rebecca said Xandro, as the story goes, you know Avagard. Uh, yes. And I'll kind of give a little bow. If you're heading back, we will join you. Have you seen Alicia? Um, last I seen, she was at Rusty's place. She says, Okay, when you see her, please tell her I would like to talk to her. I will let her know. And you're feeling well? I feel wonderful. Just a slight pain around my neck. She walks with you to the teleporter, and as you guys walk through, just chit-chatting, she heads towards the castle, and you head towards the Iron Fist Inn. You enter into the Iron Fist Inn, and this is a drunken rabble. The people that have passed out, including Martin and Alicia, are back up. Uh, Alicia's swinging from one of the chandeliers. Martin's encouraging her to do it. He keeps like shaking his left hand and cussing at himself and nothing seems to be happening there. But it's pretty ruckus in here and Rusty just seems to be laughing. I, yeah, I, I was doing a bath flip and 
I'm aware the table is going to be great. Supposed to be doing a back. You were supposed to show Rusty how you built the tower before when the last bartender killed himself. Oh, shit, but I got to get down from here first. Rust, Rusty. I'll be with him in a minute. I got backflip time. Can't do worse than that. So Alicia's swinging on a chandelier talking about how she's going to do a backflip. And she comes off. And wow, is her angle way off? As she slams into a table and breaks part of the table off. Rusty, it was exactly like that. She built this tower, but like... It was just a little chair at the bottom, and then she started stacking all this big shit on top of it. So stupid. <laughs> Zandro! Zandro, you. Come here. Well, that's it, a service table, monsieur. I, I, I'm I, a pet, and I, I love you. I love you. It's okay. It'll all be over soon. I, I love you too, lads. <laughs> Good job. Good job. What's up, Mark? Zandro! Zandro is here. Zandro, listen. Yes, Zandro. I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I've never been drunk before. The last the last time I had this, I, I tried to down it and just passed out and I woke up and it hurt. I'm actually drunk this time. I see why everybody loves it. Yeah, it's a good look on you. Thank you. I was Dusty! Another! I mate, one I coming look, up. And Zandro, what you I see? I look at Rusty and like give him the cut him off. <laughs> yeah, he look. looks at you and he starts pouring and he shows you a little bit of the bottle, a way that Martin can't see it. And you recognize that bottle. He's literally pouring grape juice into a cup. As he puts the grape <laughs> juice up on the counter, he looks at you, Zandro, and he holds up seven fingers. I just shake my head, like, yeah, give him that look of yeah i know and then he goes you hear him say you want me to put that 10 gold on your tab martin no zap he's covering it sandro this stuff is great it tastes so good yeah where you great. where you been Alicia's was gonna good. come stumbling up and say no. I, I was too it was good i another one coming up and he pours out of the same bottle and puts it up there oh this is this is Oh, this is good to have Zandro, you try some. It's good. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I was I was a little busy. No, Zandro, try, try some. It's good. I promise. All right, I'll try some. And I grabbed the cup out of her hand. Do you down it like a motherfucker? Like you're trying to be badass with grape <laughs> yeah, juice? Just take big, yeah, just big guzzle and give it back to her. She's going to look in, kind of sad, and look at Rusty's. And there's more. He's right of it. Ah, I laugh. And he pours another one. And you guys look, and Xandra's not even being teetery. You, 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 miss, miss, magical elves. Crazy. Where you been? Uh, I've just been exploring a little bit. But we'll talk later about it. You get, you get rusty. Every time he leaves, he gets in a fight. You get in a fight, Xandra. Did you get in a fight? I didn't get in a fight this time. No. Well, a surprise. Yeah. You look upset. <laughs> Rusty. Oh. Rusty. I mate. You never, you, you never told me that story. Rusty. Rusty. 
Rusty. Uh, what story, mate? Ru- Rusty. What happened to your arm, man? <laughs> I told Wait, you, I, mate, I, it was a skillet accident, remember? No, no, Rusty, stop. Look, look you see my arm? No. You see my <laughs> But I still I, I see yours. What, what happened? I didn't I lose my arm, mate. I, I know it's right here. What's what happened? He goes, all right, mate. In a younger life, I was a great warrior. A near-death experience changed my whole life. And now I live in paradise here at the Iron Fist Inn. Look, man, if you don't want to tell us, that's fine. Don't lie to me, man. Come on. He's looking at you like hurt. <laughs> Rusty, I I gotta. I gotta go do so. I'll be back. Alicia, I'm Xandro, I'll be back. Okay. You be care you, you be careful. You you can't walk good. I'm heading down toward the uh, the docks. I'm gonna turn to Xandro and and just kinda put my arm around him. This just the drink gotta be my last spot. I I need to go to bed and I'm off and fall on the ground. I'll just leave her lay there. Give Rusty another 10 gold and be like good luck mate hi and he goes around and you see him trying to sit alicia up at the stool put her hand like this but she keeps falling trying to make it look natural i'll take care of that for you and i'll just pick her up and head back towards the castle all right you guys have a good one now you too so nice thanks <laughs> and he, she goes back to sleep yeah, I think at some point you pass Martin, who looks a little lost. Martin, come this way. What? No, I gotta... Um, I gotta find the docks. Yeah, that's where we're going. No, it's, it's that way. I'll see you later, Xandrian. Okay. Wait, where are, you, where are you taking her? To the docks. Listen, Xandrian, it's not ready yet. Cut the, you gotta stall her. Take, take her to her room, okay? Okay. Thank you. You're a good friend. I stumble off back the other way now. I turn like I'm going to go in the other direction, but then circle back and go up to the castle. Okay. You, so he really thinks he's going the wrong way. You bring Alicia back to her room and tuck her in. Uh, Alicia's going to look at her and go, Zanzo, I know you you see it between me and Mark. We, 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 we just, we can't be together. And, and it makes me sad. But I I understand it as she falls asleep. Yeah, probably a good idea. As you're heading out of the castle, Zandro, people talking catches you again. You just seem to be at the right place at the right time. <laughs> Great. And as you look around into the throne room, Avagard is like casting magic and for the first time you seeing those beautiful mural murals come to life. And she seems to be telling the story of some of these things. And she's like, and you catch the end of one and where she just says, and, and I, that's all I remember. There's so much more, though. If you watch and the scene is playing out with this little halfling digging around at all these animated vampires, and he is just wrecking them, tearing through them very fiercely. And then it stops where it always is, where he's on the hill, standing on one and fighting others off. You could have swore you saw Avagard touch her shoulder 
and Zariah almost dip her head a little bit, but then, like, give her a little smile. I'm gonna walk up and, like, knock on the door. Rebecca says, Zandra, come on in. Am I, am I interrupting? I don't think so. He looks around, and Zariah shaking her head no, and Avocard shaking her head no. You said keep you informed, so I just wanted to let you know the orcs are here. They're outside the gate. Also, I did find an entrance to what I think might be the labyrinth. You found the entrance to Labyrinthian? The Labyrinthian? What are you talking about? Well, I found an entrance to something down the south road in Crystaldale. Guess I can't be for sure what it's an entrance to. She rubs Rebecca's shoulder and then she starts heading your way looking a little bit. She's like, all right, where's Alicia and Martin? Let's get moving. Well, that's a little problem. What's the problem? They decided that they need to uh, have a few drinks with lunch. And, well, a few turned into a few too many. I mean, she says, we can leave in the morning. I don't mind spending time with... And she looks back and pauses for a second. She says, these two, as we're getting to know each other better. The morning is fine. Might be better for uh, Alicia and Martin to sleep it off a little. Rebecca says, How bad? Does Alicia know I wanted to see her? Uh, well, to be honest with you, I didn't tell her because I'm sure she probably wouldn't understand if I told her. Understood. Do you know where she is right now? I just put her up in her room. Okay. Where's Martin? He's headed for the docks. I was going to go check on him. And all three of them say, good Good idea, idea. at the same time. (laughs) Hopefully he's not taking a swim. Quick bow and turn and out the door. Yeah, you make it near the docks and you hear Martin from almost the keep yelling about, no, no, I, I really got a yellow arm. Check it out. And as you come around the corner, he's telling this to a cat. Yo, Martin. <laughs> what? Zed? I turned to the cat. Zandro's here. Shh. <laughs> Zandro, this, have you met? Have you met her? Uh, yeah, a while ago. Hey, we need you at the uh, castle. No, I, I'm sorry. I gotta, I, I turned back to the cat. I'm sorry. I got stuff to do. Zandra, you can help. Come with me. I start back down the street. <laughs> I'll follow along with them. What are you doing? Where are you headed? I uh, it says something up at the docks. Come on. Okay. Look, I've been looking for the Zandra. Take me to the docks, please. <laughs> All right. This way. Uh, you guys make it to the docks. I I need I need a boat. Is I need like a little boat, Zandra. For what? I can't. I can't tell you, but I need a boat, okay? Well, maybe you should get a boat tomorrow morning. No, 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 look. We, Xander, there might not be a tomorrow, okay? So. There's not going to be any available today. We'll have to come back tomorrow. I got to find, I got to find a boat, okay? I can't tell you, but it's, it's important to me, okay? All right, first thing in the morning. No. It's got to be tonight. All right, maybe later tonight, then. That's fine. I, I, I just, I gotta get it set up, okay? Just help me find one. I don't see any. You see a couple, Martin. Zandro, look. You're not, I know you're not a seafaring man like myself, but I grab him and, like, forcefully turn him around. <laughs> like, I was just trying, like, intending just to kindly turn around, but I fucking jerk him around real quick. Like, uh, there they are. Ah. Oh. It's fine. You'll learn, okay? Look. All right. I need you to do something for me, okay? All right. I need you to go get me a picnic basket. A picnic basket? Yes, yes, yes. 
All right, well, what are you going to do while I'm going to get a picnic basket? I'm going to set up the vote like any good captain would do. All right, well, you sure this can't wait? Um, captain's orders. Because we got Zad lots of stuff to do. Zadros, captain's orders, okay? I, I don't have a captain. You do now! <laughs> Thought you didn't want to be captain. I'm on a ship. I'm, I'm about to be on a ship again, so it's fine. You just, are you sure? Yes. Because you know we have stuff to do. Not tonight. I, well, <clears throat> picnic basket, Zandra. And I start walking toward the little boats. And I'll say, labyrinth entrance. I stop. I turn around like, wait, food in the basket. And then I continue toward the boats. <laughs> As he jumps and he lands on one of the boats, he looks way more stable on the boat than he did on the shore. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be back. A couple hours later, Alicia, you wake up in your room. Oh, God. My head. And as you turn around in your room, Queen Rebecca is sitting there patiently staring at you. Oh, shit. Uh, hi. Hello, Alicia. So, I think I'm in a little bit of trouble. What makes you say that? I feel like I know what we're going to be talking about. So let's play a little game. You start the conversation, and let's see if you can guess where it's going. You think I'm an awesome warrior and are here to give me an award? So close. You think Martin should be the leader again? It left a scar. And she points at her neck. What were you even doing out there? I don't know. I was on the dock, and the next thing I know, I was floating in the void space. Yeah, so was I, but I at least know how I got there. Crystal Dale fell, and I was trapped inside. I don't remember much. I do have a question. What lie did you tell that you're still alive? I... I told everyone that you said it was for the greater good of the kingdom, and you sacrificed yourself so everyone else would live. Who's everyone? I said the entire kingdom. Alicia, what happened? We were in the void, just dark, floating around void, and a male elf came and said, I, I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm not dead yet. And before he could send me back, I needed to choose between you and Adam. And I figured Adam being the most powerful wizard was the entire world's hope at raising Crystal Dale and defeating Deimos. And it was by far the hardest choice I had ever had to make. I remember seeing the sadness in your eyes as I came to the realization I was going to die. It killed me inside. She stands up, puts a hand on your shoulder, and says, If it makes any difference, I would have cut my own throat to save my people. And to be honest, that's why I chose Adam. I figured he was the best hope, like I said, at getting everything back to normal. He could get the city back up and provide help for the kingdom. I understand, and I get why you did what you did. I just wanted to make sure that our stories were straight. Who else knows the truth? Maybe Adam, but I don't know for sure. What about Martin? I thought you two were close. I told him what I told you, that you sacrificed yourself. We are close. I just, I, I didn't, I, I didn't think telling him that I had to choose would be a good thing. It's probably smart. I hear he's been running around the city scaring everyone like a madman. Yeah, he has been running an awful lot. 
My spy master came by earlier and said you need to take... And she points at the table and you look over and you see a picnic basket with food in it. That down to the docks. Um, okay. I don't... Any particular place? That's all the information he gave me. He was smiling about it. I don't know what he means. Bows her head. As you wish, my queen. And she leaves the room. Uh... During during this period, I have searched for a captain's hat. Still a little dry. This was earlier on. Not quite sobered up yet. I'm looking for a captain's hat. You're way more sober now. Um, it, it's even yeah. to the part where the sun's about to set. And um, and you you know you're like holy shit what that's pretty cool and you put it back on and I'm I'm looking around like sobered up now I'm like fuck what was I thinking oh this is a terrible idea you'll see Alicia pass with a picnic basket in her hand do you want to say anything to her I think Martin was looking for one of those maybe that's where I'm going the Queen told me to take it down to the docks make sure he didn't drown while you're down there <sighs> do I have to do everything. Well, I mean, you don't have to check. I mean, if you don't see him there, we could just assume he didn't drown. I'll look. You head down to the docks, and off of the docks, you see Martin in this little boat, and he's just, like, frantically, like, looking around. It looks like he's trying to figure out what to do. Martin, what are you doing? As she says this, like, I lose my balance and start to fall back into the water, like, ah! I'm going to try to reach out and stabilize him. As you do, Hi. you realize that he didn't need to be stable, that you almost startled him. It's not that he was falling. You're not Xandro. Mm, no, I was told by the queen I needed to take a picnic basket down to the docks, and I ran into Xandro, and he said you were looking for one? Right. Would you like to have dinner with me? Sure. Uh, I step out onto the dock, take the basket, and your sea chariot awaits. I set the basket down, I go about untying it, and push off, and as I do, I step onto the boat. And then, at this point, I'm like, I've prepped it so, like, the little sail is all ready to go and everything. I fly it up, and we set off out onto the lake after, like, I, I quiet, I'm very nervous, and you can tell. Uh, but once, once, uh, it's come to my attention that whatever's going on is probably going to come to a close soon and I I don't know how it's gonna go when go. what comes to an end this war whatever this is with Deimos well hopefully it ends with the killing of Deimos or sending him back to wherever he came from and we all survive I hope so but answer we don't I uh, I don't know what this is between us, but I care about you. And I for you. So I just wanted us to have this, just in case. It's probably the only chance we'll ever get. God, it if took you long we... enough. Gosh, I know. Shut up. If we do win, if we defeat Deimos, whatever that whatever that means, um, I plan on uh, getting a ship again. I, I, I'd love to have my ship back, but I don't. But if if that happens, I and I'm looking down kind of at my hands at this point, I, I say I could use a first mate. I'd be all for that. Right, I mean, yeah, it's fine. I, I understand if you don't want to or wait. No. What? I, I'd be right. I'd be all for that. 
Martin, be, being with you and being on the ship again, it would just be... It would be great. Those were some of the best times I've ever had in my life. I see Alicia snuggle in a little bit as the wind goes out in the sail. And the boat just starts shipping around as we fade into the forest land. The last thing you hear, the last thing you hear is, I have no idea whose boat this is. And we see in the forest line, a couple of people in the wood line, two people jump forward and they get grabbed from the back as they turn around. We see Dafina and she says, no, not yet. Let them have this so it's more sweet when I take it away. And we'll see you next time on the Bros and Dragons podcast. You can follow me on Instagram. I tend to keep up with that a little bit here and there, a little bit more now lately that we've been recording every week. I started somewhat using Twitter again, but I don't know. It was more to just yell at Joe Buck during the World Series. I mean, who who could resist that? But otherwise, uh, be sure to keep following our friends over at Dungeons and Dragons and... You can follow me on Twitter at Elmo the Usurper. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's a few days after uh, Limitless Adventures. Their crowdfunding campaign was a, a great success, huge success. They managed to get their their uh, Limitless creatures funded and, and all that. And I'm hoping by the time of this coming out, I will have my paperback book and everything will be great. Uh, I love those guys. I've been using them a lot in my books or in my game. Threw Doc for a loop in my game the other day took some ideas from Limitless. It was rather nice. You can follow me on Twitter at Brozolga. You can follow all of us at Bros and Dragons on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow us on most social media. I'm about to give up on MySpace, though. Turns out they limit how many uploads you get, and we kind of hit that. Uh, I'll let you know. Maybe I'll just keep up with the more recent ones. Go over to patreon.com forward slash Bros and Dragons. Throw us a couple of bucks and uh, become a producer on the show. We would love to hear from you guys. Please send us emails at brosandragons at gmail.com or hit us up and give us a five-star review on iTunes and tell us what you think. We're trying to get better all the time. If you like what you're hearing here and you need a little bit of stuff in between and you want to laugh and you want to give to a good cause, check out Destiny Street Podcast. It's a new swearity. They talk about Destiny, Destiny 2, Bungie in general. I've been on there before and I gave Bungie hell and they're cultists so it's pretty funny though check it out go to brosandragons.com check us out look at the store look at all the little available stuff i'm going to be uploading some more stuff uh and getting uh the behind the dm screen a little bit more in tune including some show notes the original character sheets from the crew as well as maybe some of the crew writing about some of their experiences from the very beginning which obviously wouldn't be key, but maybe we'll let them talk about it. You can go to the store there and look at the shirts and dice bags. You can buy both a shirt and a dice bag for a discounted price and use the checkout code MEGAFAN, M-E-G-A-F-A-N, for an extra 10% off on your order. I'm DM Doc. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at I am DM Doc. Keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but like I said, I'm ready to record. You never said go. Wait, you listen, man. Push the record button because I said do it. Like I didn't hear. I can tell you how okay, long I'm ago I did. It. Look, I said look, 37 seconds right ago. Yeah, that was like 37 seconds ago, bro. We're like, stop living in the past. Yeah, you stop. I'm living pushing in the past, it, homie. I'm pushing it right now. Don't push it twice. That's stupid. I didn't. Now it's off. Yeah.
Okay, see, now you fucked it up. It's awful. <laughs> anyway. You pushed some people in Crystaldale? I did. The little kid who deserved it? I'm just kidding. That was an out of character. <laughs> <laughs> Tom remembers. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um. Oh, Jesus I'm Eric. No. I'm oh ready. my God! I have to kill you. Oh ah, my God! Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, what's my investigation? Uh, for you, I give you advantage. There's a reason. Advantage. All right. <laughs> so that first roll was only a twelve, and I rolled much better and got a thirteen this time. <laughs> Okay, so it's kind of like a door, like a door. It might I mean, have been. Right now, it's rusted. Do Do you want to do something? Do you want to look at it? I mean, do you have your tetanus up to date? Uh, I'm sure I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm an adventurer and all. That's true. <laughs> if it doesn't push, I'll try and push it without making too much noise. If it'll open, great. If not. Great. <laughs> um, if not, I'll turn around and go back. Well, you... Not here, as she points at her chin. Not here, as it's more towards the chest. But right about here. And there's still a scar mark there. <laughs> All right, hold on. <clears throat> Not so much here or here, <laughs> but all in here. Uh, not gonna lie, that that hiccup was actually real and <laughs> came out at the most perfect time ever. I was so I was so impressed with you. I was like, wow, right? That was awesome, John. You need to play a drunk character all the time. <laughs> I I should. You, you totally could have rolled with that. I 100% believed that that was fake <laughs> you, you, you oh. remember right you remember what we talked about right fuck uh we'll figure it out but you're drunk as fuck going by the docks i got a couple of rolls that need to happen before anything else. <laughs> That's fine. what time is it about um it's, it's, it's like noon yeah it's <laughs> only like one or two that's what i'm thinking oh god i was joking I was just joking. No, it really is. Okay. I remember you saying it was around noon at one point. Yeah, it's probably about uh, two. <laughs> I'm gonna. I really turn... had no intention of being day drunk. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna turn over to Wait, Sandro. As he opens the door, you hear Martin go, "Who the fuck turned the lights on so bright?" A few. It was one drink. <laughs> It was literally like one quarter of a shot. He was, he was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm a quick like scan around. And if I see any little boats, I'm going to try and turn so that he's facing away from them. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Great friend to fucking straight up dick. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, Knox is in our fucking chat and he says, Hey, boo boo, you need to get me that pick and nick basket. <laughs> hey, boo boo, you need to get in a pick and nick basket. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Why don't, nice. 
I don't think the ranger would like that very much, Yogi. Oh, the ranger don't know. Oh, won't hurt him. Give uh, two breathers each. Ah, oh, well, you could have said that at the beginning, couldn't you? Well, luckily we are at the beginning. Well, I'll be in my dressing room. Okay, when you see her, please tell her I would like to talk to her. Her, 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 her. I feel wonderful. The lab. (laughs) Okay, where's Martin? Come on, who's hiding him? Maybe. (laughs) Okay, where's Martin? (laughs) Now I can't even say it. He'll have to choose between the ones I gave him. Good idea. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. So let's play a little game. You start the conversation and let's see where you can guess Bluffington. <laughs> sure he wants me live? Oh no. Unless, like, you don't know what the void space is. I don't know what the void space is. Is it a space of nothingness? Like, a void? Yeah, yeah, probably. Am I saying it like I don't know what a void space is? You're just hesitating on void space, so it kind of comes off like you're questioning the fact that you went into the void space. Okay, well, maybe I don't know if I dig one. It's probably smart. I hear he's been running around the city, scarring everyone like a madman. Scaring? Uh-huh. Well, maybe he's scarring them. Maybe. I don't know. Mentally, physically, who mm. knows? Did it? Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. Uh, sorry I'm not editing this. Okay, bye. Bye. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.